weeks off from this Amsterdam talk. So we back, of course, if you watch Black Love 1 and 2. But last week, we got Black Love Part 3 coming on the end of this month. So I'm here today with this special edition of Amsterdam Talk, episode 16 of season two, with We Love we Love Us ENT, that's Marcus and Rosa, and also with Brother Hayward, we coming in today, and we talking about co-parenting. Before we get into co-parenting, tell us a little bit about We Love Us ENT, uh, Marcus and Rosa. All right, how y'all doing? Can y'all see? Y'all can see us. Y'all can hear us good. Audio good. Mhm. All right, cool. Um, we love us is a podcast, and we also do um like a relationship game show. Um, we just talk about various topics. We have different people come on, similar to this platform. Um, we kind of took a little break because we just had a wedding in September. We were married for a year, but we had our wedding in September, so we've been taking some time off, but. Um, probably 2022, jumping back into things. Congratulations on your wedding. How long y'all been together you, before y'all got married? Say it again. How long y'all been together before y'all got married? Oh, uh, shoot. That shit's short. <laughs> uh, two, uh, it's like about, nine months on it. Yeah, about yeah. nine months. No, yeah, it, ain't, it, it ain't no book about It ain't no book how to do it. <laughs> you exactly. do it when you're ready. It's no all. book. Yeah. It's no book. So what about you, Haywood, brother? How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good, good. Just trying to work in, taking care of the little ones. That's about it, man. That's okay, it. tell us a little bit about yourself before we get started. Oh, I'm a um, I'm a teacher. I graduated from um a college in South Carolina, South Carolina State University. Um, I have two little girls. Um, I do have two different um, um, baby mamas. Well, children's mothers. Um. And that's about it, man, about me. I am a Christian. And um, yeah, man, I'm just ready to discuss, man, try to try to learn and give whatever input I can. I got you. I got you. Nice to meet you. All right. So I'm going to start with you, Marcus and Rosa. So before y'all got together, were there any outside children? Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All okay. of our children are from outside relationships. Yeah, okay, we don't so, have together. So all right. we each came into a relationship with two apiece. Um, I came in with a girl and a boy. He came in with two girls. Okay. So how did that work out? Like when you first met and you decided to say, hey, this is what we're going to do. And, you know, you have you have your child's father and you have your child's mother. How did that all work out? We really just made it work man we rolled with the with the punches with everything man everything just worked out how it's supposed to yeah like, we ain't really have to we ain't deal with no problems no issues nothing like that we just made it happen yeah we i always found it easier to date people that had children because i feel like it's a little bit you know they're more understanding they understand you know getting a babysitter and you know just how to kind of interact around children and stuff so it just kind of flowed all of our children are um, out of diapers, that helps a lot too. <laughs> we don't okay. have any toddlers or anything like that, so um, I think them being a little bit older kind of helps as well. Okay, what about you, Haywood? Um, I well, I'm I'm in a relationship now, and she has an older son. And what we're trying to learn how to do now is um, they. Our children have known each other for a while. My my um daughter and my oldest daughter and her son, they've known each other for a while. 
So what we what we are trying to do is just make it work, make sure there's a good chemistry, a good healthy chemistry between the four of us at this point. Um, my other child, um, she's not, she's actually in another part of the state, so she's not with the family as much. But the the core that we do have right now, we're just trying to make sure the chemistry is good, have a healthy chemistry, and that you know we can go ahead and move forward. Okay. All right. So before I actually got on here. I was actually talking to a social worker, the, ang the angry black woman that will be on here on December 15th. And she was saying, because I was like, well, I'm doing a show about co-parenting tonight. She said the craziest thing she ever seen as a, as a social worker is having to put a child on the stand and asking him or her, who, which parent do you want to live with? So seeing that you already, you all have out, you have kids, you know, outside of your marriage and you have, you know, outside of your relationship, has that happened? Like, had to ask your son or daughter or your daughters, like, who do you want to live with? Has that happened? Or do y'all share time? It's like you're gonna go here, you're gonna go to school from my house, but during the break, hey Marcus, you got your daughters during the break. Yeah, I actually brought that up to my daughters uh the last last weekend. Uh like just to put a little bug in the air, because I want them to come live with me when they, you know, uh uh, start high school, you know, because they've been living with their mom since, you know, day one and they, I get my visitation and all that, but when they, you know, at that age and, and ready to be like young adults, I want to mm -hmm. try to get them here with me, you know, with, with us, you know, and, and take off from there. So I did put a little bug in there, but I ain't make it seem like, you know, I wanted to take them from their mom. I was just like, you know, y'all want to go to school, high school from, you know, my house in Suffolk where we live at. And, um, I just talked to him about it, you know. Okay. What, about, yet. what about you, Rosa? Um, I haven't had that issue really. Um, they, um, my oldest, two, well, my two, they go to school from where we live at now, uh, where we moved to. Um, they, we kind of, I actually have a good relationship with their fathers to where um, it's broken up easily. I would never want them to have to be on the stand if they feel like they want to come to me and say. Hey, I want to go live with my dad for a few. I'm going to evaluate the situation and make sure it's the best option for them. Um, or, you know, I would give them that opportunity, but I would never want to take them to court. That's actually super unhealthy for them to have to make that decision and be on the stand to make those, um, to be in that predicament. Okay. And what about you, Haywood? Crazy thing is my, my little girl, my, my, like I said, my oldest girl, she has been with me for the past majority of the time. She's been with me for the last seven years. And, you know, she had, we split it up pretty easily. Four days with me, Monday through Thursday. Then Friday night, she goes with her mom. And then she's back with me Sunday night for um, Sunday night to get prepared for school. And then she's, um, she goes to school with me. I'm a teacher. So she can just ride to school with me ride back home with me and it's a very easy schedule it's more convenient for both parents and it worked out for me and her mom's schedule um now my other little girl she's not she's barely talking she's not um she just turned two. Right. so right now she's getting to know me you know i don't she of course she prefers her mom at this point we're going through you know a few little issues at this me and her mom are going through a few little issues at this point as far as uh custody and things like that. But um, we, I'm praying that, you know, we work it out and things get better. But um, with my oldest little girl, 
easy breezy, everything works out fine. Four three, good healthy relationship with both parents. I mean, it's just awesome. But the second one, oh my gosh, it's such a struggle. To be honest. <laughs> So I mean, I mean, and that's the bad side of co-parenting because everything not going to be easy breezy. I mean, right. you know, what I was going to say, you know, before Rosa started talking, you know, majority in our community, the kids go with the mother in our community. I don't know anybody else's community because I'm black, but I know in our community, you know, normally the child just goes with the mother, you know, so that normally happens. But you two as men, like, okay, I see you, Marcus, saying, hey, I want you to go to high school because I get it. High school, boys, all of that situations, you know, that you're going to have to deal with where you got to get them full attentive to it. Same with you, hey, would you have an older one? So it's like that. Now you have a baby that really can't speak for herself. I mean, she can't speak for herself. She's basically going to be with her mother. But as she get older, it's like dad got to instill these things into her, you know, to tell her what to look out for. So now what you saying? You were saying something here. No, I, I was just saying you, you're um, absolutely right. And, you know, growing up with both my parents in, in the home, I understand the significance of having both parents in the home for each stage of life. And, you know, mm -hmm. sometimes, and I'm, I'm not going to get on here and, and dog, you know, my child's mother, but sometimes I have a, a hard time communicating the importance of my youngest daughter being here in her life. And I can clearly see it because with my oldest daughter, things are just, you know, work out so well. Her grades work well. Um, like I say, she has a great relationship with both parents versus, you know, my baby. We, she, you know, she doesn't really know me well. So she doesn't go, she doesn't even get to know this side of her family. And all of those things are very important to me. But I can't seem to get that, get her to, you know, quite understand that. Okay. So I guess I should ask you, I have like, have you ever with the youngest has she ever withheld the child from you like nah I'm, you can't see your child <laughs> I'm, now I'm asking all of y'all have you know yeah. have, you, oh, have anybody yeah. ever withheld the child like as hostage like you can't see your child because of this I'm, I, I'll, I'll go ahead and tell you man it's you know y'all know um we've been going through a pandemic and the excuse was you're not going to lay a finger on your child until the pandemic is over. You can't touch her. You can't hold her. You can't pick her up until the pandemic is over. And then when you do get fully vaccinated, then maybe wow. I'll start letting her come with you when you're fully vaccinated. And then mm. I'm going to go every step of the way. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> You're kind of being intense and you kind of making this hard for no reason. I'm like, right. wow. <laughs> like, why does it have to be this way? Right. I see you shook your head about that as too, Marcus. Was it the time that you were with the children were withheld? Yeah. Uh, a few a few years ago, I was going to ask Hayward, is, is uh, your child's mother younger than you? She's actually only a year younger than me. Um, And I'm, I'm not going to keep talking too much, but I, it's. Yeah. No, I understand. It's it's past her. It is it's past her. And she like I I don't like to like talk bad about her, but it's just like we can't seem to get past our past. And right. that's the hang up. No, I definitely get it. Um like you said, I'm not gonna get on any platform and badmouth my uh my children's mother ever. But we did go through our uh horrible times and you know, as we both grew and matured over time. 
and and just got over little you know bumps in the road we managed to somehow come together and be able to communicate better and um everything has worked out for like the past maybe three four years now so we straight but it's you know what you already got an older child don't you right yeah everything will get better with time like inevitably so thank you man thank you thank you no. And I've actually never been, um, being the mother, I know a lot of times it's the mother that does that, but I've actually never done that with either of my children's father because I just feel like at the end of the day, it's about them having a relationship and having a bond. Um, even if we disagree or anything like that, anything in the past, that has nothing to do with my children and being able to see their father. Um, I just, I don't know, I feel like that's, that's wrong, like that's messed up to do, you know? So it's hurting the child more than it's hurting, you know, the adults that's in the situation. Which which is true, yeah. You, you put your child through turmoil and all of that. Mm -hmm. So decisions make, decision-making, like is it 50-50 or is it like 100% to nothing or 75-25, like the tough decisions? Like, I mean, I, I, and it's kind of, I don't want to sound biased, you know, out here because I know sometimes when it comes to the financial situations to the men, it's going to be like, if you paying for it, you going, I'm a, she can do it or he can do it. Right. But I'm just saying like any mutual things as far as like schooling, extra uh, curricular activities or any things of that nature, like, has it ever been 50, 50 or you just got a call and say, Hey, she doing this, he doing this, boom, hang up. Yeah, that's um, I'll say like for me, um, sometimes it's not 50-50. I'll be honest. It's not 50-50. I believe that everyone wants to believe that they're the better parent, right? That they know what's best for the kids. That's even if, you ha if you're with the person that you have kids with. Um, that's just a normal feeling. Um, I feel like some things, their fathers may be able to make a better decision than I can make. And I feel like some things I can make a better decision than they will be able to make. So sometimes it's not 50-50. It just depends on the situation. So, for instance, we moved about 20, 30 minutes away from where mm -hmm. everyone is at, their fathers and other family members. So certain things like extracurricular activities, I feel like should be over here, you know, because they're primarily here. You know, things like that. School, they should go from here. Um, yeah, it's just it, it's not always 50 50 um, and it's not to be controlling or anything like that. It's just, you know, you just some people have more. Um, Wait, what am I trying to say? Like just yeah, a better judgment with certain things than others. So yeah. Okay. All right. They look like you want to say something, Haywood. Um, state of South Carolina says that until I go to court and get a lawyer and pay thirty five hundred dollars for that lawyer to determine when I get to see my child. If I get to see my child, on what terms I get to see my child, I have zero say-so in anything that has to do with that child, even though she is genetically, biologically my child. And even though I am paying over $600 per month for her and she's on my, <laughs> like I'm financially taking care of her, I have zero say-so until the lawyer decides, until the state of South Carolina decides. I so feel your no. pain, brother. <laughs> right. I have no I really I have no say so. And she lets me know I have no say so. So whew, it's 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 it, we're gonna get there. Man, it's tough. Right? It is tough. 
Okay. Yeah. So I got a question for you, you know, to you, uh, Marcus and Rosa. Since y'all blended family, has there ever been an issue where as though you wouldn't picked up Rosa's kids, Marcus, or Rosa, you wouldn't picked up Marcus' kids from the parent? Has there ever been a problem with the other parent? Never. No, and I think it's because we're older and like Marcus was saying, you know, you get through those rough patches. Now, had this been maybe what? Because my oldest is about to be 12. So maybe about 10, nine years ago, we would be having those types of issues. I think with maturity, some people mature later, but <laughs> I think with maturity, um, it kind of helps because I look at the situation as, you know, you helping me out, just like my children, um, especially my daughter. Her dad, I absolutely love um, his girlfriend. So I look at it like my daughter is blessed to have another role model in her life. Come pick her up. Come spend time with her. I don't have a problem with that. Come get her. You know, and I think the younger younger people that have newer children or um, they want to control the situation, they look at that like, you know, your girlfriend ain't coming to pick up, you know, my mm -hmm. kid, you know, and it's like, why not? If they're a good person, you get to know them, they're decent. There should be no jealousy or anything like that. And usually it's because they're holding on to something. So yeah. I feel like it's a it's a village at the end of the day. Yeah. Two most oh. important things to me in, in that in those type of situations is maturity and respect. Mm -hmm. You know, once okay. you you know, maturity is gonna come for most people as you, you know, get older and stuff, but you gotta earn the respect of of the other individual involved. Like um like I know for a fact, you know, uh her children's fathers they respect me and the respect is mutual and i don't ever do anything that would make them uh feel reluctant on me coming to uh, pick their children up and vice versa like with my wife and my baby mom or children's mother like she just respects her you know what i'm saying so respect and maturity will take you a long way in, yes. in those type of situations got you well, the reason why I bring that up to bring it to your attention, what happened down in Texas last week? Oh yeah, yeah. Man went to go, you know, see his son, pick up his son, and the, the stepfather was not having it. He shot him. So I'm like, you know, how how does that happen? It's like I'm coming to see my son, but uh, you shoot me. That's my son. I'm like, I just want to see my son. You know, so I'm I'm trying to figure like like what twisted dark world that he lives in is just like how do you just do that to somebody? He has some past issues, I believe. Um, obviously, you know, yeah. and and that looked like a, a bad marriage, and it, everything just carried over into you know the custody battles and all that stuff, and, and beefing between the the husbands. That just seemed like that was past issues, man. Just you know, turned bad. Yeah, I mean. Know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a terrible situation. Rest in peace to uh, Chad Reed. That was his name. Yeah, Chad Reed. Yeah, that 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 was crazy right there. That you just shot that man just because he wanted to, you know, see his son. You know right. that 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 is definitely crazy. Um, some people were saying uh in the comments about some resources for you, Haywood. You know, fathers with rights. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, a few of those they have named. You know, I've checked. Out. And you know, let me give this. Let me give. I'm gonna give this disclaimer. You know, I, I don't claim to be a hundred. I don't claim to be 100% innocent with what you know my daughter and and you know my daughter's mom and I went through in the past. You know, some some hurtful things were said on both sides, like very hurtful things. You know, and some people don't you know respond or to to pain the same way. 
So, you know, I do I do empathize with her and I, you know, I, I try to, you know, get an understanding of where she's coming from. But, you know, the hardest part is like even with these resources, when, you know, one county, I'll I'll just put it out there, that one county that she's in, the next county over, that same visitation document, I can get it signed over for $35. Mm-hmm. And then on the next county over there saying, no, you have to have a lawyer to get this paperwork signed and get it pushed through, period. That's just, that's just, and that's just that county. I've done so much research. I'm passionate about my little girls. I'm passionate about raising them. I'm passionate about them just being in my life and me being a real father. So I, I've checked out many, many options, but you know, I'm, I'm trying to pace myself and I still have to feed this one. You know, I still right. have to make sure she's taken care of. I still have to make sure, you know, both of them have Christmas, uh, a, a nice Christmas, but it's, it's just, it's very difficult, but like I keep saying, you know, I'm gonna keep working through it. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna fight for my daughter and her well-being until I can't fight anymore. Until I, until I don't have any more breath in my body to fight anymore. I'm gonna keep fighting to to try to give her what I know she can have. There's a whole village on this side of my family, you know, on this side of her family. I'll say that there's a whole village on this side of her family that she's missing out on for the last two years, and she hasn't had. She can't even see her her older sister you know she's not welcome her older sister isn't welcome to see her until these stipulations are made and it's just absolutely crazy to me so i'm just well that right there is kind of absurd because the fact is you still even though the situation was going on with you you still should want that child to have a relationship with her sister don't take it out on the children you know this right. is because this is adults this children don't have nothing to do with this She's in my my older. She actually like she literally has been up pretty much to tears. Like I want to see my sister. I want to be around my sister. I want to have a relationship because she knows you know how we are over here with our family. She knows the bond that we all have, and she knows the relationship that she and I have. She understands all of that because I try to instill that in her. So it's it's always just sad. But I'm gonna put this out there. She is. We're communicating a bit more. I'm me being patient. And I guess, you know, God working through things, she's opening up a little bit more. And we seem to be making a little bit of headway into um, being a bit more cordial towards each other. Okay. Yeah. That's, That's cool. Now, the promo that I used earlier, it was to the bring the co-parenting thing. It was two a man and a woman. They had children together. But they made sure in their video that they were talking that there were no mixed signals with their child. Like, um when they see each other they don't do extra like they don't do the hug and they don't do the kiss and they don't do none of that they don't confuse the child whereas though we're just going to strictly co-parent we not trying to do no sneaky link no extra so like when you all broke it off with your you know your children's father and mother was that established those boundaries established like we just compare for the kids i'm not doing no extra with you yeah absolutely and i think that's important because a lot of times what happens is, you know, people still hold on to the relationship. Um, if they're not over it, if one person is not over it. And sometimes they'll try to make it seem like certain things that, you know, they make certain things seem like they're normal or that they should happen when they really shouldn't if you're really breaking things off. And like, like I was saying earlier, those are some things that I think I've dealt with in the past. I think everybody probably has dealt with in the past when we were younger. 
Um, but I've never been in that situation where I'm the one that's doing that. And what I mean by that is, like you're saying, when you break it off, okay, we don't all need to go to the theme park together to show the child, oh, mommy and daddy can still be around each other. No, why can't you take them to the theme park and I take them to the theme park another time? We don't need to go together because that's confusing. Like you're basically like what you're saying. And I think when people still hold on and they're bitter and they have, you know, um, still feelings for the person that they were dating, they want to do things like that. I don't feel like that's, to me, that's my opinion. I don't feel like that's normal. You know, maybe birthday parties, we can do those together, but those intimate types of things, like why do we need to, and sometimes people even say, you know, well, your girlfriend can't come. Me and you can take the child to the theme park, but your girlfriend can't come or your boyfriend can't come or whatever. And I just feel like that's, that's so has childish that ever been, Has <laughs> that ever so been said? Child. Has that ever been said that Marcus can't come? No, we, the point that we're at now, like we don't deal with, <laughs> we don't deal with stuff like that. Um, yeah, we've never, we, in our relationship, we haven't dealt with stuff like that. And in the past, um, Cause like I said, we've only been together what a total of like two years now. So everything with us has been super mature. But okay. in the past, you know, dating and stuff oh, like yeah. that. In the past, yeah, in the past, <laughs> it'll be you know petty things like that. Not with us, but with other people that we dated. And I've seen that, and I've seen other people do that to um, their baby dads or their baby moms. And it's like you still have feelings for that person. You need to handle that before you you confuse the child. My oldest daughter has never seen me and her dad together. Um, the last time we were together, she was one. So she doesn't mm. even remember. All she knows is us not being together. So she doesn't think that. Like, she she had one incident where, I think it was when she was in kindergarten, and, you know, people started talking about mommy and daddy, da-da-da, and she asked me one time. I gave her an honest answer. She's never had an issue with it ever since. So I just feel like you shouldn't confuse your children like that. Okay. But you said in the past, so like, you know, down memory lane, like, so this has happened before where you weren't invited or you didn't invite them. I'm, I'm not saying that you didn't do that, but it was a times where you weren't invited. Like, you right. Then that's me dating someone else. Not yeah, Not I haven't done that with my kids, but right, dating okay. someone else that has children. I've been I've been in a situation where it's like, oh, you know, me and you should do this together because we have a child together, but she shouldn't be there type of thing and it's like what nah that's that's not okay <laughs> that's i don't feel like that's okay i mean mark is shaking his head so it looks like you've been down that road before <laughs> oh yeah man long long time ago <laughs> had a situation where girlfriends weren't invited or i couldn't have the kids around a girlfriend and stuff like that man all that immature child and stuff but i'm so glad it's, it's very far in the past and yeah we, we yeah but it's it's I know a lot of people that still go through it too. Mm -hmm. And like I said, respect the maturity, man. That's all I can say about that. Like, yeah. I don't even like to ponder on the past like that because my past was rough yeah. and I'm sure hers was. And, and like I said, I understand your pain, but that's some traumatizing stuff, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, definitely seen it that. Is. Yeah. yeah, you get mm. through it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm pretty, hey, what I'm, that's happened to you before where you man. just can't go? Yeah, the cop's smiling. Because he's smiling. He's like, you want to tell me something? Listen, the comments the comment section is crazy, man. I saw that. People don't vacation like the Smith. I saw I saw that. Right. Right, yeah. Um. I. First of all, I can't take her. 
And if, if I do take her, nobody else can be around. Um, <laughs> no, nobody else. Can, matter of fact, listen, you can't have her around anybody but you. She can't be at your mom's house. She can only be at your house. <laughs> she, she can, can only be at everybody. your house. And listen, <laughs> she can only. Grandma can't see her? Grandma, listen, she cannot go to grandma's house because grandma had COVID last year. So, you know, since grandma had COVID last year, <laughs> she can't have, listen, y'all, man. <laughs> but the my first, uh, my oldest daughter's mom, um, at, you know, we, we tried to actually make it work. We really tried really hard to make it work um, between us two. And, you know, it, it, it worked kind of well until I, I did a lot of dirt. Just to be real, I'm, I'm, I believe in being transparent. I messed that. I messed that relationship up. I did a lot of immature things, and I just messed things up. And she was mature about it, and we had our, you know, our scrapples. But we got to the point, like Marcus said, we got to the point where we could be just very cordial with each other. We worked things out very well with each other. I get the dude that she, you know, that she has around. We cool, you know. The people that I, the the women or like the, my friend now. They they're not buddy buddy, but they're cool with each other. They're cordial with each other. They can converse with each other without there being any real static. But yeah, the, you know my other situation. Well, that, my the question just came through my phone. So the question to anyone that want to answer: What kind of boundaries did y'all set in the co-parenting relationship? Somebody just sent this to me. I think a lot of boundaries were set like they, they were more so unspoken yeah. type of boundaries. Um, and it's all about, I, I think it, it depends on the people that are involved. Yeah. Um, I'm the type of person when I'm done with a relationship, I'm done. So there's no extra feelings. I don't feel like I need to control you in a, you know, in a relationship type of way. Um, so, you know, as long as my child is safe, I'm good. So as far as boundaries, um, I never try to confuse the other parent. Like, I don't want the other parents to think that I still want them or want anything. Everything is kind of clear cut. I'm very, I hate to say it, but I'm very like, it's this is business, you know? <laughs> like, mm -hmm. you know, with the kids, you know, we love them, we both love them, we both want the best for them. So as we interact, you know, we can maybe in the future, like me and my, my daughter's dad, we have a friendship, we all have a friendship now. But, um, you know, I feel like if you set those boundaries in the beginning where you're first breaking it off, like, hey, when do you want to see your child? When do you want to spend time with them? You know, just kind of have those clear cut boundaries. I feel like it will just ease the situation and make it easier. Like, hey, look, I don't want you. You don't want me. We good. Like, let's. it's all about the child. Because once those emotions get involved, especially for us women, you know, it can get a, it can get a little crazy and can get controlling. Go ahead, Wiz. Look like you want to speak about it. About um, the boundaries that were set. Um, the, um basically my my oldest daughter, mom, she just was like, Listen, you know, I know you, you used to be rough, you know, y'all I, I got a little rough past as far as relationships. So she's just like, Listen, just don't have any and everybody around my daughter. You know, I'm I'm gonna try to trust your I'm gonna I'm gonna try to trust trust your judgment. I'm gonna mm -hmm. trust that you're gonna make the best decisions for our daughter. Gonna trust mm -hmm. that you're gonna do the right thing, and you're not just gonna have her with any and everybody. And you know, on the other side, I'm a dad, and I'm a very protective dad. So I give her the same speech. Listen, 
you know, I, I don't trust, really, I don't trust any man around my daughter. That's just how I was raised. But if I'm going to trust your judgment. If you're going to have a guy around it, I'm going to trust you to do the right thing. Don't have, don't please, for God's sake, do not leave her with any man like that. I don't know them. You're not married to them. When I get married, it's a different conversation. But don't, you know, don't have her around any and everybody at any and everybody's house. And she respects that on that side and i re i try to re i respect everything that she says and it it works out um very well all right what about you marcus um pretty much the same thing uh i've had that conversation don't you know don't have anybody around my daughters and she's had the same she has other children as well so you know uh, like i said we just it's a different respect we have for each other and we've come along a very long way so uh I kind of feel very like <laughs> proud of myself, not a two on horn or nothing like that, but of uh, all the progress we both made, you know what I'm saying? As far as for both of our children, man, like um, I never thought it would get <laughs> where where it's at right now, but uh, but yeah, we, we definitely had those conversations about the, the boundaries and, and keeping our girls safe, man, at all times. Like she know they always gonna be safe with me. I used to get, like when we were younger, I used to get called uh, call after call, man. Like when they were with me, I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm their dad. They good. You know what I'm saying? But now it's, you know, when they with me, she don't bother me. And when they back with her, I don't bother her. Like we, we, we parent, you know what I'm saying? And right. This is what it is. Yeah. I got you. A comment just came up across. If I vacation with my children's father, it's a plot for me to get rid of them. Like, yo, you just committed to, you know, like for when you start, um, for, for males, when they start getting serious with another woman, um, you know, maybe if it's somebody that you want to marry or you just see the relationship going forward, I think it's important to set boundaries to where your, um, your children's mother shouldn't feel, we don't have this issue disclaimer. But um, I've seen it with other people and it's ruined relationships. But your children's mother shouldn't feel like they're on the pedestal anymore. I don't look for my kids' dad to make me feel dads to make me feel like I'm on the pedestal because I'm not. This is a relationship. We had a child out of the relationship. I'm no one that you should be worshiping the ground that I walk on. You know what I mean? You shouldn't be putting me first in everything, especially if you're going to make someone your wife. Your wife right. comes first. Your husband comes first. So that other person, if it's not something to do with the child, they shouldn't be calling you at crazy times of the night. You should treat them like they're an ex. You know, if you wouldn't allow an ex to call you late at night or if you wouldn't allow certain things, it's, you know, it's your discernment. Like, they might got a flat tire and your child in the car. All right, you know, I'm going to see, but it's like you have someone else you can maybe call or, you know what I'm saying? It's just take your own discernment with the situation and realize is the person using you to try to make it seem like, why I'm always come first because I got your kids or, you know, just got, you got to put people in their place. I'm, I'm going to just say it easy as that. You have to put people in their place. Okay. I just got another question. Question. Have you ever done something that you know you weren't supposed to do, i.e. paid a bill because that the other parent used the child? Your child lives here. Have you ever had to go out your way and like pay some type of bill because they used the child? Nah. 
Um, listen, um, I, I gotta say, um, what somebody said in the comment section about don't demand anything on the other side. I gotta agree with that. I, I just had to say, I, I totally, you can't, I can't demand her to do anything. I'm, I don't rule her. I'm, I'm not her. I'm not even her husband or her boyfriend. She got her own thing. Come on, baby, baby. I, I can't make her do any or demand her do anything. But um, have, oh boy, I hope she ain't watch. Have I um snuck and done things to help? Yeah, especially when I know um, mm -hmm. I've gone as far as to help her when I know my little girl is gonna be there at least three or four days out of the week and something is short on that side mm -hmm. I, yeah, I'm gonna throw some money that way to make I'm, I'm a dad you know I feel yes. like at the end of the day my little girl is my responsibility that's just you know that's just my upbringing mm -hmm. at the end of the day my little girl is my responsibility so when that when you know it I'll, I'll throw something I'll throw a little something she doesn't ask she doesn't really ask but if she does ask in the, in the rare occurrences that she does ask yeah, I, I I have helped her out. Yes, I have caught a lot of flack behind it, but I've tried to explain. Listen, I'm I'm a dad first. I'm not I'm not married. I'm a dad before anything. When we get married again, we can we can read re you know the terms and everything. Things will shift, of course. My my wife comes first, but right. as for now, my little girl is, is the number one lady in my life, and my other little girl, they are the number one ladies in my life. So they come first. So if that means helping on the other side every now and then, as long as I don't feel like I'm being abused, mm -hmm. hey, I'm I'm gonna help. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Now this this question right here, and we we all gonna attest to this. Have your children ever played you against the other parent? Mm. <laughs> You're all laughing. So has they <laughs> ever played you <laughs> like? Mommy said you can't. Mommy said no. Daddy's gonna say yes. So daddy said no. Mommy gonna say yes. Have they ever played you? No, mom, not yet. You said not yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I never been. I never been played played by mine. I think um, my youngest one is a, a little bit more of an emotional situation for him because um, he's younger, so it's still it's not as groovy as it is with the oldest one. But um, he's never like. I feel like on purpose shot to play, but I could tell like he's, he has freedom of choice to say, okay, I want to go to my dad's house. And I think sometimes he'll, he'll say it at really, really good times when it's convenient for him. It's like, yeah. oh, you're in punishment now. Oh, I want to go to my dad's house. Oh, that's cool. You can go after your, when you are punishment. <laughs> oh, but I want to see my dad. Yeah. You can see your dad when you're off punishment, you know? So it's like, it's, he don't play, but it's like, all right, I see what you're doing here. I got you. That, that I, I went through that. Um, my my little one when my little one first used she's a smart little one. You hear me? The, my older little girl. She's a, she's a smart one now. So when she learned that uh, she can call something going on. She don't like what daddy doing, and she learned she can call. She it, listen. She she a pull. She tried to start using that card. So we just talked about boundaries. I had to put my foot down. Listen, what happens in here? This is my house. You're not gonna run it. You're not gonna run anything over here. You, you're not gonna come in into my house and govern everything. You go, I'm gonna hear you out. I'm gonna respectfully hear you. I'm gonna always consider what you are saying. But I know what she's doing. I'm with her four right. days out of week, just like you with her. Your days out, I'm with her. And I see the when I see the pattern, 
No, she's not just going to start doing these things and then you say, okay, I'm going to allow it. No, not not over here. I, I can't allow that. I have to put my foot down as a father and establish those boundaries and let her know, no, that's not going to work. Like, like Rosie just said, when it's convenient, now all of a sudden you want to do this and that. Now, right. now, no. When I say off the phone, okay, let me just prime example. One thing she would try to do is, um, I say, hey baby, phone goes up at seven o'clock, seven forty-five. What you doing on the phone? Oh, I'm texting mommy. Like, oh, oh, cool. You, I never stop you from talking to your mama, but every single time when it's it's close to bedtime, it's oh, I'm talking to mommy. Is it, are you really talking to mommy to stay on the phone or to stay up a little bit longer when you are doing nothing before or do you just want to have that time so we, me and her mom her mom and I talked about it hey this is the time she's supposed to be in the bed this is what we're going to establish she's like cool I'm like cool this is how we're going to do it baby go to bed now her mom will tell her aren't you supposed to be in bed yeah boom problem solved so we, we teamwork yeah. we worked it out teamwork. well you let me into my next question that was my next question like the rules of how the rules governed at this house versus that house and does it like you know when you come here you feel as though you still should be able to do the things over here or is this like everybody just fall in line i'm at daddy house tonight i know i can't do this i'm at mommy house tonight i know i can't do that like how does that work like the government of rules you know when you leave here daddy might let me stay up till 12. I, perfect example when i went down my 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 father's mother's house my grandma's house you come in when we come in and they came in they was partying at 12 30 in the morning so we came in that when i went to my mother's house street lights and i tried to play that like well when i'm with my dad i get to stay out at 12 30 a.m <laughs> You know, so like, how does that work to, you know, to get on one accord? Like, do you have to call the mother or the father and say, listen, we need to speak to say, this is what we doing here. Or you just don't do anything. Or you just say, I'm laying my foot down and say, this is my room, <clears throat> my house. You want to go live that way. You go back here. It is. Oh, go ahead. That's a tough one because uh, it's two different households. So everything that that's just it's like an ongoing adaptation like right you know we we have our rules here and you know when they're here they abide by them you know right as much as they can you know what i'm saying but you know when they go back to the other parents house it's you know like with my two girls you know when they go back to their mom's house their mom's house is a little more free you know they're able to be a little more uh a little more grown i guess you know but when they're here it's like you you know you know what it is it's more a little, a little bit more organized and a little more mm-hmm. more structured or whatever so um i know that may be hard on harder on them you know to have have to keep uh adapting you know what i'm saying but that's just what it is i yeah. mean i can't change her household and she can't change mine so it's just gonna have to be what it is you know what i'm saying so yeah. it's, okay. it's tough <laughs> yeah that could be a lot for them yeah for sure just having to keep, uh, you know, it could be a lot on us too, having to redirect that behavior um, constantly. But we, we, we for it. We all for it. I'm, I'm very super organized. So if I gotta leave notes all over the house. I leave notes all over the house. We are gonna figure it out. You know, I'm gonna remind y'all it's different over here than it may be 
you know, with your other household. And it's all good. You know, they kids, they they adapt slower than we do. And we have to remember that as adults too. So it, it's different. Right. It, I will say it is different in the different households, but it's nothing that's detrimental, I will say. And if it's something that's super serious, um, I know for me, I'll call the other parent and say, yo, this is what they doing. They wilding. Like, what you think about this? You know, and give them that opportunity. So if they get in, in trouble over here, it might be different. They're going to get in trouble over there too. And it might be different, but at least we all on the same page. Now, to ask you a question, because you have the boy. Everybody else have girls. So is there a difference in your co-parenting with your son versus your daughter? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It's totally different. Marcus just said, that's my man. I saw that. It was like, that's my man. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's different. And I, I would say I feed off of um, him a lot. Um, he helps me a lot because, like, my daughter is an angel. <laughs> like, she's an angel. Um, I'd rather have 50 of hers. 50 of her, you know, before I have another boy. Um, but I love my son. He 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 a mama's boy, but he's he's super sweet, but he's all boy. So I have to take guidance from him for him to be like, he's a boy. So I'm like, yo, he's wildin'. Like, what is he doing? Like he can't sit still. So the the co-parenting is different because um sometimes his father's point of view is he's a boy, he should be with me, you know, and I respect that. But at the same time, I feel like the age that he's at right now, I feel like maybe when he's older, just like he feels like vice versa, the girls should be here when they're in high school because they've been with the mom. I feel like right now, the age that my son is, my son is only seven. So I feel okay. like he still needs his mom. He still needs structure. He still needs guidance. When it's time for him to start learning how to be, you know, a man, a young man, then maybe he could be with his father more. And he still has a role model here as well. Right. But I want to make sure I'm respecting his father in that aspect, but it's, it's totally different. It is different for sure. And he's the baby and he's the only boy, um, out of the kids. So it's a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. So got you. So yes, Ava, I will ask them, do they want to come on black love three? <laughs> but, black love. but okay. So when it breaks down with the co-parenting and you know, and you both, you're in a marriage, you're in a relationship. How does the disciplining work with that, you know, as far as like the co-parent, you know, with the co-parenting? Like, um, y'all been married now, you know, for a year now, Marcus and Rosa. So like when you have a situation with her kids, is it like you go straight to her or you're able to discipline or do you just go and say, let me talk to their father before the discipline happened, Rosa? How does that go? Well, uh, <clears throat> good example today, we, we, we're big on communication. So like today, like her, her son is not my biological son, but right. I treat him as a, as that's a your kid. son. That's, that's your son. That's my son. So she came to me today. He did something he wasn't supposed to do. She came to me first. What do you think I should do? Should I do this? And I, you know, we talked it out and I said, yeah, you need to do that. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, and it's like that with all the kids, you know what I'm saying? There's no favoritism. There's no, none of that. We, we, we one family, you know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. that's how we treat it, you know? Yeah. And if, it, if there comes an issue, um, as far as like with co-parenting where, um, you know, being that, you know, we have children that we don't have any children together, um, as far as like uh, anything with spanking or anything like that, the biological parent yeah. will handle that. We don't have, we actually don't have a lot of spanking in this house. No. <laughs> Y'all got some good kids then. 
But yeah, if it's something real good kids, nobody running getting spanked. What'd you say? Y'all got some good kids. Ain't nobody getting spanked. They alright. They alright. <laughs> a little bit more. They're cool. Yeah. yeah, they good. They they good. But um, yeah, if that if it comes down to that, then the biological um parent will handle that. Okay. What about you, Hayward? Being you know part of the different part of the state with your oldest. Um, my oldest, like I said, my oldest, she's with me, and as far as the discipline on, on both sides, um. Of course, she does. That's just her now. She doesn't allow her friends, male friends, to discipline. Um, she doesn't allow her male friends to discipline our little girl. You know, she just doesn't allow that at all. Um, when when my little girl's with me, or even with my little girls over there, I try to instill as much discipline in my little girl to the point where she's with her mom. No other man should have to, you know, really install that discipline in her in her so her mom trusts my judgment um my my lady friend she doesn't really have to install you know if she has to say something as far as listen um listen baby i need you to really work on cleaning your room i'm a man and I, i'm not a woman so and i have a little girl so i have right. to i need you know she's and she's she's been consistently around for years now so i hey listen i need help with this because I don't know what I'm doing 100%. <laughs> I'm trying to figure this out. She's doing this girl stuff. I don't know if it's girl stuff or child stuff. Can you please help me figure this out? You know, and some things, most times, she doesn't, my little girl, she's learned she don't have to tell her mom everything. But the thing is, I tell her, you don't volunteer information to your mom. But if your mom asks you, you tell her. I don't, don't go volunteering everything. But if your mom asks you something, you tell her. So as far as the discipline, and the way she has a son, my lady friend, she have a, um, well, my lady friend, she has a son. She asks me questions. What should I do? Um, I'm the, I'm the dominant, I'm the male, the main male figure in her, in his life. So, um, she asks, what should I do? She gives me rain. I the main thing I try to make sure I do with her son is I spend quality time with him. So he doesn't feel like I'm just jumping down his throat when he do something wrong. I, I give him way more love than I do as far as disciplining him. I give him way more love and respect as a child before I even think about, hey, jumping down his throat about something. And I think that's the you got to lead with love first. And then, you know, when that child knows you care about that, that child knows you, you love them. A lot of time, a lot of those issues, they, they tend to kind of go away and they'll have that respect for you. So it's, it's, it's pretty much respect on both ends as far as with my oldest daughter. Again, y'all yeah. know the situation, my youngest, you know, that's that. Yeah. I'm trying to catch up with some of these comments. I, I Rosa should be able to answer this one. Black Marvel said, I sure needed help with trying to buy my daughter clothes as a teenager. And it's, it's a man who said that, you know. <laughs> so Marcus has two girls. <laughs> you you gotta cross Marcus out on the fashion department when it comes to being teenagers. So oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> how absolutely. would you how now this is a good question? How would you go against something? Well, y'all not there yet, but y'all gonna get there soon. Something that Marcus that may say, nah, I don't think she should wear that, where you may say, Well, it's the times. I think she should be, she can wear that. How would you think you'll be able to handle that? Because we different with our girls. Come on, fellas. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. 
we we different. So I, you know I how we those, did those. I was about to say we actually had that situation, but it was yeah. the opposite. I had the conversation with their mom. With their mom, like, okay, yo, yeah. Like in the past, like I don't think, and you know, it was like not an argument, but disagreement. Like I don't think they should be wearing that yet. Mm -hmm. She'll be like, ain't nothing wrong with that, and I'm like, I, I, I just you know just bite my tongue and just say forget it, cause they little girls, man. You know what I'm saying? So, like you said, we we fathers, man. So we treat it a little differently, but. I'm actually in agreement with that. We had a situation. Remember that uh, summer camp day? One of our one of our girls, <laughs> she had on a, a crop top and some shorts, and it wasn't completely inappropriate. But when I first saw her come downstairs, I was like, "Whoa!" So I was like, "No, nah, I don't know about that." But to him, it didn't it didn't look as bad. Cause she's little, like she's little, she's skinny or whatever. So it didn't look as bad. But to me, I'm like, "Nah, we gonna just go ahead and pass that shirt down to your younger sister and them shorts, and we gonna change that." So we don't even want to get into that mindset. And then um, as they get older, you know, hopefully it won't be so much conflict. But they 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 teenage girls. But I'm in full agreement with that. I'm. I'm the fashion police. Like, nah, we not, we not stepping out of this house like that. We just not gonna do that. Okay. Nah. Mm -mm. What about you, Haywood? Can 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 um started well with my little girl. We've had times where um, you know, I started like I said, I, I've been in my my oldest little daughter, my oldest girl. I've been in her life, and I've been with her the entire time. So consistency, consistency, consistency. Um, I when it's something I don't like or something that what had to happen was her mom had to realize that listen, this man is really gonna take care of his child. When she realized, listen, this man really is gonna take care of his daughter, he's gonna go to bed. I've I've almost came to blows with a soup with other men. Um like it was a situation, it was my little girl's birthday. And she was in the floor dancing, you know, like little girl dude just playing around dancing. And a guy walked up to her and was like, yeah, yeah. And he gave her some money. And I was like, hold up. <laughs> no, you, I, I don't want her to associate. And it was her, you know, she was just dancing. She was, and it looked innocent. But me as a man, I was like, no, 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 no. Um, she's not going to associate dancing right. with money. We're not, we're not doing that over here. So appropriate dress and things like that. Her mom trusts me with that, and her, her, even her mom's friends had to tell her, "Listen, he's a good dad because he's really trying." So as far as with dressing and her mom trusts me for the most part, but most times I'm a car and be like, "Hey, um, can you check this out? Because I don't know what. Again, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm doing. I'm a man. Can you just please check this out for me? Because I'm lost. I don't claim to know everything." I'm trying just like she is. So we listen and like people keep saying in the comments, communication, communication, communication. All right. So, you know, before we get out of here, I got one thing. I was listening to Chris Rock earlier and he stated, he said, you know, when she goes back to my ex-wife house, I have to outdo my ex-wife. She has some somebody over here. I had drink helper with her homework. Have you ever in a time <laughs> decided to say, I got to outdo the other parent? Like you just gotta outdo them. Nah, I think I'm the whack parent. I guess I'll be that. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool. It's gonna. It's gonna. You know. It's gonna do better for them in the future. You know. So 
I'll be the I'll be the whack parent. Um, I know my son has more way more fun in his dad's house than he does. I mean, I'm his mama, so it's not. It's like, oh, mommy, he needs when he's sick or something like that. Yeah. Um, you I know he played a game with him. You mama, man, you always win. At the end of the day, though, like <laughs> I, on a regular basis, I'm not his friend. He, I'm on his friend today, but um, <laughs> now nah, I don't feel like I need to outdo the other parent. Um. I, I think I'm fun. I'm fun, but I'm I'm very organized and I'm very I, lo- I love structure. Um, right. I feel like that's so important for them to have. So sometimes I just got to be the bad parent. I can't be the fun parent all the time. So it's cool. I I do that with the girls. Then well, now nah, with them too, I'd be like, nah, y'all got y'all got clean this room. Then we can have some fun. You know, it's the boundaries, the boundaries yeah. and structure. But as far as the other parent, I don't have to outdo them. It's cool. They can be fun. And I'll just, I'll be the whack parent. <laughs> Have you ever outdone the other parent, Marcus? Nah, man. I look at it like, parent, how you parent? I parent how I parent. And, whatever, you know, it is what it is, man. I ain't trying to outdo nobody. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to be what the best about, parent I can be. The best father I can be. That's, that's it. it. What about you, Haywood? Have you had to outdo? Say, hey, I, I just want to outdo you today. Uh, <laughs> 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 Listen, um, we we actually um, no, not really. We 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 have we have depended on each other too much. To we've depended on each other too much to really be in competition with each other. We work too well together to be in competition with each other. Um, as far as the discipline, um, I've had to kind of um, be. I think Rosa was saying that I've kind of had to be. The whack parent that'd be like, nope, you're not doing that, and um, and it was oh well, we're at mommy's house, da 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 da. Yes. And I'm like, um, okay, that's at your mama's house, but you at your daddy's house now. And <laughs> but and there's been times where she's at her mama house. Now here's the kicker: she won't tell her mom. She come back to me, daddy, I did this, and mommy had this going on, and da 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 da. And I'm like, really? So I, I uh, sometimes I do feel a little bit like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm daddy. I'm, I'm, I'm the favorite right now, at least for the day, next couple of hours, I'm the favorite. So, you know, look, every now and then is a little friendly competition, but nothing major. Most of the time we work together very well as a team and we, you know, we, we co-parent very well. I'm going to see how the second one goes in a few years. Marcus and Rose, y'all check me out. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. So, but, uh, yeah, you gonna get better. Yeah, yeah, but it is. we'll see how that goes. But right now, nah, we no real competition. You know, yeah. We get along too well for that. Too much of a team. Yeah, I got you. So you know, has there been any bad mouth? And you know, I I feel like y'all never bad mouth nobody. But has it been bad mouth towards y'all as a parent? Like Hell the yeah. opposite bad mouth you. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. In the past, I've been all type of dead beats and. Yeah, it's, man, yes. Yes. <laughs> I ain't gonna get into detail. That's but, what we yeah. said earlier. It's, it's traumatizing. We we know what you're going through. Um, when you start dealing with stuff like court and child support and oh, stuff yeah. like that, bad bad mouth and just get thrown all over the place. So yeah, right, yeah, absolutely. I, I've been called. Whew. Yeah, I've been called <laughs> real bad things. Hold on now. Like I keep saying, I, I dished out some stuff. Um, I'm, I'm, I don't believe in sitting on here and being like, "Oh, I'm all innocent." Yeah, I dished out. Right. I None dished out innocent. some words too. Now, I, 
I, I threw my jab, not not physically now, of course. I never hit a woman. Yeah, I, I know I'm just saying, about. yeah, I, I've thrown my jabs in there as far as is saying some things, but maturity. I think um Marcus was saying that earlier that with maturity, you know, I learned and you know, she was like, Listen, I my oldest daughter, mama, she was like, Listen, don't don't when you did that, you said that you didn't think you was hurting me. And I know you just at the moment you were hurt, but that really hurt me, and I can't forget that. And it, it hurt me that I hurt her that way. So I learned, okay, listen, don't, don't, don't bad mouth it, man. Y'all, y'all gotta deal with each other the rest of this, you know, the rest of y'all lives. Don't, rest don't bad mouth. Yeah, don't, don't bad mouth her like that. Don't, don't put her name out there in the street like that. So I had to humble myself, keep my, learn to keep my mouth shut, just shut up, and take the blows, and 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 be, just be, try to be a good man. And that's the best. That's the best I can do, man. Just try to be a good man and, and put out positive energy. <clears throat> yes, sir. Oh, yeah. oh, he, he went out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there you go. I'm back. Right, right. I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> you know, this is normally a technical difficulty part of the show that I get because that's that technology too. This is the segment right now. That's the end. We call this "I Be Damned." This is where people go on horrible dates and you know i want y'all to break this down for me at the end there's a six minute clip where i, I get people all around the country to send me and they bad horror stories about dates and you could tell me where it went right where it went wrong where it went left you know and it's kind of dealing with what we're talking about tonight so it's co-parenting of how this these people from detroit <laughs> this shit got a little weird after a minute so I'm trying to load that. That's why I had left out for a second. So I'm trying to load it. And it should be loaded right now. So here we go. I be damned. I be damned. I think it's still loaded in here somewhere. It didn't go. Let me see. Can y'all see it? No, nah, we still see us. Uh, we'll see. There it go. That's what I'm talking about. It start acting crazy now. That's how technology do you. Yeah, but then it pop up after a minute. After I keep playing with it, it'll pop up. I told you, brother, for real, this thing do what it want to do. All right, I don't want this one in here no more. I got to remove it. Remove it. I keep removing it, and it won't come up. So we trying to get the IB dam to come up. Uh, shit. Video, come on. And if I say I'm not doing it no more, it'll pop up. Then it pops up. No, I don't want to remove myself. All right. It should actually be a share right here from the screen that it should show. Oh, no, I took it down. I apologize. I took it down. I hear it, but I don't see it. Uh, she asked. Let me see if I see it. Well, it looks like you need to say it. Good evening, and welcome to another episode of I Be. Can you see it? So, 
and we hit it off. There you go. He was gorgeous. She spelled it G-A-W-J-U-S. Gorgeous. Chocolate man. Nice body. Dressed well. Smelled good. Good evening, and welcome to another episode of I Be Damn. So, we get this call from out of Detroit, Michigan today. And she says, hey, Rod, you know, I want to talk about this date I had. So I said, okay, all right, cool. So she tells me. So she says, so I met, this, I met this guy at a friend's party, and we hit it off. He was gorgeous. She spelled it G-A-W-J-U-S. Gorgeous. Chocolate man. Nice body. Dressed well. Smelled good. And he was funny. Lord knows I love a funny man. He asked me for my number, and we kept in touch after the party. African black man model with a six-pack and an unbuttoned white shirt isolated against a concrete wall background on the beach. That's what she said. That was her description of him. Okay, anyway. So since I had a habit on going on dates with limited pre-discussions, i.e. not enough pre-date screening, you know, she didn't do uh, enough digging. So I wanted to take my time to converse with this guy to learn a little bit more about him before we went out. I really enjoyed our chats because as I mentioned before, he was funny and our conversations flowed with ease. He happily discussed his family roots, his upbringing, career, etc. But his demeanor completely changed when he discussed children, and more specifically, the mother of this child. I learned that he had a young son by a woman that absolutely, well, a, a young, he had a young son by a woman that he absolutely, positively hated. And she put that shit in all caps. I mean, he spoke of this woman as if she was the spawn of Satan. Although my mind was set on not taking this guy seriously after hearing him spew so much hatred, I allowed him to continue to vent about his son's mother. And here's what he shared. One, although she had feelings for him, he didn't see a future with his son's mother. Let's call her SM. When they were dating, when they were dating, but carried on sexual relationships with her. Two, he was dating SM. He met someone else he really liked and broke things off of SM, but told SM they could still kick it. By the way, mean they could still jump up and down. They could still hump. Three, he and SM continued to jump up and down, hump on each other, after he told her he had someone new in his life. Four, SM trapped him and tried to win him back after he had a new girlfriend by giving him some luxury gifts. Some expensive watch or some other bullshit. He accepted the gifts and kicked it with SM one more time. He, five, he never used condoms while sleeping with SM because she was supposedly on the pill. And the night that he went to pick up his gifts is the night his son was conceived. Six, SM ruined his relationship with his new girlfriend by telling her about them sleeping together. Seven, SM is nasty. 
because she let a bunch of dudes, uh, well, let's rephrase this. SM is nasty because she has a bunch of children by different men. He's the second or third in the lineup of guys to get SM impregnant, well, get SM pregnant. Number eight, she makes things difficult for him when he tries to see his son. Number nine, she's a disgusting human being. That's all what he said she said. That's the nine things he said about her. So she stated, I don't know how other people operate, but it's a huge flag for me to hear a potential love interest speak very negatively of the other parent of their child or children, especially without taking responsibility for their role in the situation. If he could speak like that to me, a somewhat stranger, I can only imagine the kind of things he says in front of his child. I get that shit happens and co-parenting can be a challenge. I am also not naive to the fact that there are a lot of bad parents in this world. And SM probably makes things difficult for him. But this dude has so much hatred in his heart for this woman that made me very uncomfortable. Especially when he helped create the problem. On top of being turned off by his hatred, I found his reasoning to be kind of foolish. I had zero sympathy for him and a bunch of questions crossed my mind that I wanted to ask, but didn't bother to do so. How can you part your lips to say that the mother of your child is nasty when you weren't the first dude to get her pregnant? She already had a child or two when you met. Didn't you know this chick was fertile? Why would you accept lavish gifts and continue to hump up, jump up and down and hump with SM after being after you began a relationship with someone else? Why would you sleep with SM Raw when you were in a relationship with someone else? He tried to get a nut and he got a nut. Jay-Z reference. Although I'm not sure if he meant that in that context. How is any of this not your fault? Lastly, why are you telling me all this? TMI. I had to break the date off. Holla at you later. Peace. See y'all next week with another episode of I Be Damn. So that's I Be Damn. <laughs> you know, break. I know we, we pressed for time, but just break it down for me really quick. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> yeah, that's. Oh, yeah, no. I'll be going back on a date with him. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I mean, you only hear one side of the story. And then, like like she said, he ain't taking responsibility for what he did. Yes, poor child. Like, what in the world? Like, and then you got all this hatred. But you caused this. And you cheated. And you telling me you cheated. So, yeah, we good. <laughs> yeah, it's just a messy mess. <laughs> I, I, I mean, how can you late? How can you hate somebody so much that you lay it down to have butt naked sex with? I, I mean, exactly. I, don't, I don't get it. <laughs> you exactly. laid it down to have butt naked sex with this person butt and made a whole sex. Exactly. <laughs> but booty naked whole sex. And, you accept and you, the gift stuff, stuff too, so. Right. You can't accept. You're the gift. You're going raw. Come on, bro. And you got a whole girl. Man, my Lord, bro. This is a given. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't, left. Now he's single. Now you telling this story. I wasn't even that reckless. I was reckless, but God, dang, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that. That's, yeah, that's not a date to go back on. That's yeah. going. That's going on in Detroit. <laughs> but 
you know, <laughs> gotta get you out of here. You know, thank you, thank you, Haywood. Thank you, Marcus and Rosa. Thank you, you for having us. ENT. I know y'all said y'all coming back after the new year, right? Tell us, we love us. Yes, yes, yeah. Coming back yeah, after the new year, as far as as far as y'all coming back on the as far as y'all podcast, right? Yeah, we can, y'all, absolutely. Oh, uh, so tell the people where they can reach you at. Um, it's We Love Us. It's, it's spelled just how it sounds. We, L-O-V-E-S. We're on Apple Podcast. Anywhere you listen to podcasts. Apple, Spotify, um, Facebook. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Um, if y'all want to check some of our old episodes out. Um, we also have some videos uploading soon on YouTube. We haven't started the page yet, but we'll have them up there and on Instagram as well of um, the couples challenges that we do as well. All right. Well, if my producer Ava says she would like y'all back for the black okay. love three show um, shout out to ava all right <laughs> let us know. we gonna get that right hey hey well, where can they reach you at if they just want to talk to you for a few yeah we gotta check in on you <laughs> um my i'm on instagram you can check me out on instagram um my um instagram is mr uh, mr dot um What's that? The underscore, the little line, the little line under the uh little dash line under the thing. I'm looking now, bro. I can't remember. Let me look. Yeah, it's, it's MR period the under thing, then Segers, S E G A R S. That's my Instagram. Yeah. I got yeah, oh, I can type it in here. Uh M R. Yeah, you, you said it right. Yeah, I know it's the little thing you listen. I'm an yeah, old bro. school teacher. I can't remember what that is, man. Come on, man. Tighten up. <laughs> underscore, yeah. Yeah, underscore. Yeah, that's what that. yeah, that long day, long day. <laughs> <laughs> um thank you too, man. Thank you so much oh, for no, having me. Thank man. you for coming and sharing your story. So I'm I'm just gonna you, say this. Yeah. I'm gonna say this right now Bless because you. I might be canceled after next week. <laughs> uh next week we got bbls coming on the show the do the do's and the do nots and what they do not tell you about brazilian butt lifts Ooh, that's a good one. yeah that's a good one yeah so that is next wednesday um next wednesday same time same place hb hbcu out lounge network we got that next week the following week we got Miss Tammy Hines on the 15, a.k.a. the angry black woman coming on. It's a lot of shit going on in, in December. But uh, definitely along with Black Love 3, we'll definitely bring, you know, Marcus and Rosa back for that as well. Um, but everybody out there that's just watching, hold up, dang, I thought BBL was beautiful, <laughs> big, beautiful ladies. Nah, bro. Right. I do some research on this. No, Brazilian butt lifts. And yeah, I got a couple yeah, doctors coming on. From from Miami, that's not Mr. Miami, but some other shit <laughs> that tell you about the effects that happen. Um, yes. But explosions and all type of shit they was telling me. I'm like, wow, save for the air. <laughs> uh, so thank y'all for coming. Once again, thank y'all for coming on. You know, thank always you. a thank pleasure. You. you know, definitely once y'all get back and running, I'll definitely check y'all out. We love us, ENT. Definitely. Yes. Hey, will we put your Instagram so they can check on you, so they can send you some more resources about your situation. Hope you win your struggle, brother, at, at all times. Because, you know, seem like you're a good dude and you want to be in your child's life. So same like she just got some shit going on with her. But hope everything works out for you, bro. At all oh, times. That's, that's an S on that Seegers. I'm sorry. On the, um, Mr. M's called Seegers. That's an S on the Seegers. S-E-G-A-R-S. Yeah, I found it. 
Hold up. You play you play guitar? I'm a musician, man. Yeah, I play for um I play keys, I play saxophone, and I play the drums. So yeah. I did, I actually didn't mean for that to be in the, the, the thing that I promise you that was an accident. I did not mean for that. But I saw that, I was like, oh, I'll just leave it. Oh well. Oh man, it's all good, yeah. man. You know, like we say, everybody in TV land, thank y'all for tuning in for Amsterdam Talk. Season two, episode 16, co-parenting. See you next week, which might be my last with BBL. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll see you next week. Oh, somebody said they're a fellow musician as well. She plays the keys. Oh, man. We'll see y'all next week, man. Next week, same time. Hold on, no, this is a special time, 8 o'clock. Next week, we're going back to regular time, 9 o'clock. See y'all next week at 9 p.m. Same channel, same network. Always. All right. Yeah, so they play the tambourine. <laughs>